the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. Your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Get your calls on the air. A little discombobulated. I got about two hours of sleep last night. Don't know what was wrong. Just one of those nights where you just can't get to sleep. So my energy today, it's going to ebb and it's going to flow. I'll probably be a little bit more moody than usual. So good luck to you. But we'll push through. Going to talk to Kim Commando a little later in the show. I like Kim. She lets me kind of like push the envelope a little bit. She's very composed. She talks all things digital. Today we're going to talk Tiger Woods, and we're going to talk about sensitive information on your phone. Um, Ultimately, that's what brought him down. Sensitive information on his phone. Ah, Anything financial that you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about the Dow Industrial Average. We can talk about the strength of the dollar. We can talk about how to send your kids to college. We can talk about how much money do you need for retirement. We could talk about what is a 401k and why should I care? I think a 401k is probably the most important thing that you should be focusing in on if it's offered to you. I think you should take advantage of it and run with it. I've got business news of the day. Later in the show, I'm going to be talking a little bit about solar, investing in solar. Something really, really big happened today. And I'll tell you about that in about 15 minutes. But for now, let's talk about what I think is the coolest story of the day. And you may not think so, but I think it's a pretty darn cool story. It's cable. You know, that whole Time Warner, they spun off AOL. That's not the story that I want to focus on. You know, recently we've seen Comcast say that they're going to buy NBC, NBC Universal, and how they're trying to get content. There's a couple that basically kicked away their cable television. I'm fascinated by this. I love my cable television. I hate my cable television. It's a love-hate relationship. I love my Cinemax. Gives me that, you know, softcore porn that I need to fuel me through my day. I love my HBO. Gives me the TV shows that I I encourage and I, I watch. Things like Entourage, things like True Blood, things like Big Love. But I want to kick the cable to the curb at some point in the time. I hate, it's a love-hate relationship. So today there's a great article in the New York Times about a couple who did just that. And they talked a little bit about it. And what they replaced their cable box with, 140 bucks a month, they replaced it with a Mac Mini, a wireless mouse, and an Xbox. Okay, so they got a Mac Mini, a wireless mouse, and an Xbox. Now, the quest for cable freedom is something that goes back years and years and years. Back in the 1970s when my family had cable, 
it was being promised as crystal clear television without the rabbit ears and no commercials. Well, it didn't exactly end up like that. So cable freedom has been something that's been on my mind. Now, this guy, he called the cable company and he bid farewell. But to do it again, he had to have three things, an Xbox, a Mac Mini, and a wireless mouse. He says, you don't need a Mac Mini. You can go with an inexpensive PC, but you also have to have a video card that can handle the streaming video requirements. The initial investment costly, about 550 bucks, he said. It took only a few months, though, to recoup the money because at 140 bucks, 160 bucks a month for cable, it's only going to take about three, four, five months to obviously break even. And from there, it's all golden. Now, the initial investment costly. But if you contrast that with today, you know, some of his expenses here, $9 a month to stream Netflix videos. So he's streaming Netflix videos through his Xbox, nine bucks a month. Pretty cool, right? So you can see where this story is going. And because he's got a Mac Mini, he's able to jump on the web and go to Hulu.com and get any TV show that he really wants. He goes to Boxy, iTunes, and Juice. So let's talk about the websites that he goes to. So he's got his Mac Mini hooked up to his television. He's got his Xbox hooked up to his television. That's the premise here. Now, Boxy is probably the most clicked icon on, on television, on his television. He can download open source application at boxy.tv. It's important to note that it's in the test phase. It's a little rough around the edges, but you can easily stream CNN. You can easily stream current TV, PBS, and more. Boxy allows access to Netflix streaming service, which offers up thousands of movies and television shows. Now, his next thing that he has, his other application is Hulu. Now, there's something called Hulu.com, but there's also a Hulu desktop application. So he gets TV shows from Fox, NBC, ABC, and other mainstream programming outlets. Service allows you to watch more than 1,700 television shows, including traditional favorites like 30 Rock, Daily Show with Jon Stewart, The Office. He's not missing anything. Now, he says, also, I have iTunes. Now, for him, if he wants to get Dexter, it's on Showtime. Now, you can pay 20 bucks a month, and Dexter's going to run over about four months, and that's going to be about $80. Or you can download the whole season for 40 bucks. Or maybe less, depending on, you know, how much you're paying per episode. So he's using iTunes to kind of, you know, fuel that need to see things like Dexter and Weeds and the pay-per-view channels, uh, the HBOs that are expensive. He's also using a website called Juiced. So, so far he's using iTunes, Hulu, and Boxy. Now, again, I want to do this. I'm not ready yet because I don't know. Ultimately, what I fear is that I have to boot up my computer to watch TV versus turning on my TV and firing up the cable blocks. So juice.com, it's not, it, it, it's not a downloadable application. It's only through the web, so you have to have you know, an internet connection. So that's going to add some money to your, your scenario. But don't we all have high-speed internet in our homes now? Most of us do. So Microsoft's Xbox 360 starts at about 200 bucks. He said it's not necessary for his setup, but he enjoys it because he can play video games or he can get on Xbox Live and use Netflix and watch Netflix through his Xbox. He can browse Twitter. He can browse Facebook all on his television. Now, he's an early enabler, and he's kind of nerdy. He's kind of geeky. He's kind of edgy. His wife looks like she's 16. So if you go to NewYorkTimes.com, NewYorkTimes.com, you'll, you'll see it. Um, over Thanksgiving... He had a friend come and watch his house. And his friend's like, how am I going to watch TV? Like, you have a computer. So his wife wrote out directions on how to do it. 
She goes, if you want to watch Ugly Betty or Saturday Night Live, you're going to have to go to Hulu. If you'd like to watch the movies we've downloaded, you're going to have to quit Hulu, open up Boxy, and navigate to the movies folders. If you use Netflix, you're going to need to turn on the Xbox, but after a few hours of randomly clicking, the guy figured it out. I think this is the coolest story of the year because this is the story of why Comcast bought NBC. It's because people are now saying, screw you, Comcast. I don't want to pay $1,600 a year for your service anymore. Now, I love Comcast. They're a big advertiser on radio. <laughs> love Comcast. And you're going to have to take my dead cold fingers, my internet modem, uh, my Comcast cable modem. Love it. You know, if I honestly had to choose between a finger and a, a high-speed internet connection, I think I'd lose a finger. I th- now, this guy's his, his whole shtick, and you can go to NewYorkTimes.com and see this. He says, the only thing that I miss is Sports Center. He says, the only thing that's not there right now is live basketball games. But he did get live baseball games. He bought high-definition channels through a computer, and he streams them for free. So he gets his sports. He just doesn't have the Sports Center because ESPN is kind of a hot property on cable, if you know what I'm saying. So he said, he can't be happier with his computer television setup. He can't be happier that he's not sending $1,600, the cable company. Now, you're going to miss some things, like the Discovery Channel. I like the Discovery Channel. I love the Discovery Channel. Maybe it's out there on Boxy. Maybe it's out there on uh, Clicker.com. I don't know. But you know one thing I love about the, the, the Discovery Channel is they show animals having sex. It's kind of like animal porn. And my dog, Maisie, she sits on the couch with me. Like, anytime I, I go over the Discovery Channel and there's, like, animals humping, she goes, whoa, 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 stay here, stay here. Don't, don't turn the channel. And Maisie, the wonder dog, my, my dog likes animal porn. She tells me, to, you know, turn up the TV. Leave the room. She doesn't want to do her thing while I'm in the room. Anyway, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I know you're saying, did you just do that whole New York Times story so you could tell one little joke about your dog liking animal porn? <laughs> yes, I did. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. You can also find me at robblack.com, robblack.com. I take your emails. I don't answer stock emails via email. Don't ask me stock questions. But if you have a theory, I'll gladly throw it out. And if you want me to ask a stock question on air, I'll, I'll gladly, you know, consume it. Best way to get your stock questions answered is calling the show 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Website's robblack.com, and there's a website tied towards Clear Channel, talk910.com, talk910.com. At talk910.com, there's a blog, and you can jump on it. And for instance, I just talked about Boxy. It's B-O-X-E-E dot TV. I'm sure someone on the live blog is going to comment about how much they love the service, and it's free. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m., more stimulating talk. You're listening to Rob Black. 9:10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Coming up, I'm going to be talking with Kim Commando. 
Kim Commando. We're going to be talking a little Tiger Woods and technology and privacy issues on your cell phone. I've had my cell phone get me in trouble. I mean, I think everyone has. There was one point in time where I had a, a, a really good-looking intern, and uh, the sugar booger called me, and uh, I thought I hung up. And then I'm talking to my buddy. I'm like, oh, my God, did you see her? And uh, that that got me into a little bit of trouble. So, it is what it is. Technology will get you in trouble, and it's basically a, a billion-dollar mistake. Not a billion-dollar mistake. $100 million mistake for Tiger Woods. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Um, I'd be interested to hear your feedback. Are you ready to set up your own TV lounge through the Internet and through an Xbox and kick the cable monopoly to the curb? I'm, I think I'm going to run an experiment on my – got a big old 30-inch monitor. I think I'm going to run an experiment to see if, how much TV I can watch on my 30-inch monitor and how much I can stream Netflix and, and feel comfortable with it. Because uh, I, I, Juiced, I've never been to Juiced. I've been to Juiced.com, but I've never been to Boxy.tv, Boxy.tv. Let's go to Heather and Vallejo. Heather, looks like we lost Heather. I got big fingers, and sometimes I try to pick up the phone call, and my big thumb hits it, and I accidentally hang up on someone. It happens. So, Heather, call back, and we'll pump you up to the front of the line. 800-345-5639. Quinn on 101. Quinn. Hey, Rob. Uh, I had a question for you around retirement planning that you brought up earlier. Okay. To start the show. Uh, I'm 25. I currently max out my 401k through my company uh, in ING. I hear you talking a lot about Roth IRAs and IRAs, and I, my question was, should I consider or is it an option to money to my 401k and then also some type of IRA fund or is it kind of one or the other? At age 25, conventional wisdom for you, Quinn, is that you want to split the money between the two because you're okay. y- because you're young. Now, the benefits of a 401k are you're going to lower your taxable income. So this year, if you make $100,000 and you contribute 15%, $15,000 to your 401k, you're only going to have a tax rate at 85000 versus a tax rate at 100000 So that's a huge benefit. In the 401k, you don't pay any state taxes. You don't pay any federal taxes. You don't pay any Social Security taxes. You don't pay any Social Security disability taxes. Um, so everything that you put into a 401k saves you about 40% right there if you're in a high tax bracket. So I prefer the 401k for most people. Now, when you're younger, that Roth IRA, you're going to put after-tax dollars in. If you can max out the 401k and do a Roth, you're a stud, Quinn, and I, I adore you. Um, the Roth money is going to grow. It's going to be after-tax. So your, your dollar is only going to be $0.60 because you pay taxes on it. So, But that's going to grow tax-deferred, and later in life, it's going to come out tax-free. Now, what's nice about that, Quinn, is if you have both, in retirement, you're going to have the greatest option in the world. I want to get a big butt Winnebago and travel around the nation when uh, I turn 65. I want to see states that I've never seen. I want to see, you know, the biggest ball of yarn. I want to see it. I know it's out there. I want to see it. But that's a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar purchase. So I'm going to take that money out of my Roth because that would be that would, you know, three hundred thousand dollars taxed. That's going to be four hundred thousand dollars. So I'm going to want to take money out of the tax free scenario, and I'm going to want to use the 401k to pay for my my groceries while I tour the tour the nation. Okay, that makes sense. So. With a Roth IRA or any type of IRA, is there a limit you can put in like there is with the 401k? There is a limit, 5000 plus, um, and it's going to be tied towards your income. 
So you're going to need to um, go Google, go Wiki, go Wiki uh, Roth IRA, and you're going to see what the, the, and again, if you have, like, for instance, if your taxable income, if you can lower it by the 401k and get under that threshold for the Roth, that may make sense too. So um, you're going to want to figure out, and every year that's going to change ever so slightly based on income limits, and uh, they're allowing you to save more as you get older because they're make, they're kind of like adjusting it for inflation. Thanks for the call, Quinn. So congratulations being 25 and being on top of it money-wise. You know, if we could all go back to 25 and fix some mistakes that we made, so it'd be nice. He's on top of it. He ain't making financial mistakes. Quinn's the, Quinn's the man. Let's uh, go to Thomas Nevergreen. Thomas? Good morning. Morning, Thomas. I've been watching that movie 2012 and about earthquakes, and it just makes me think about San Francisco. And uh, financially speaking, of course, uh, is there anything one can invest on, uh, pre-invest on before the big one happens, so that you can come out on top instead of on the bottom? You're thinking a big earthquake's going to come, and you want to take advantage of that. Are you are you talking about uh, earthquake insurance uh, on your home? Oh, it isn't anything possible. Stocks, bonds, uh, investments. Eh, when it happens, you would want to invest in names like Home Depot and Lowe's as people rebuild. Um, or if you want to have a lot of cash, Thomas... There's gonna be people. There's gonna be real estate that goes for dirt, you know, dirt prices after a catastrophe. For instance, I once bought a beach house right after a hurricane, just totally messed up uh, North Carolina, the coast on North Carolina. So I bought a beach house in Duck, and uh, it, no one wanted to buy in Duck. Earth, uh, hurricane hasn't hit it in the last twenty years, so it was it was ideal timing by me. If you can invest during a crisis, you can get great prices, Thomas. Uh, but again. Some people will shoot you. For instance, I was once talking with Cron, my boss at Cron, a guy named Jim Swanson, funniest guy on the planet. He's fantastically smart, good guy. I said, uh, let's do a special. Let's send me down to San Diego because seven years ago, San Diego, the hills were on fire in San Diego. San Diego was burning down, right? I said, let's send me down there with $10,000 and see if I can't buy five houses. And, you know, a house seven years ago, six, seven, eight hundred thousand $800,000 in San Diego. No way, no way. I'm like, I'm going to buy the house Right next to the one that's burning down. So if Oprah's house is on fire, I'm going to buy her neighbor's house. That's the basic idea. If you can pull it off, you get rock bottom prices during a crisis. But you also might get shot because people think you're, you're poaching and, and gouging them. Well, I was thinking pre, pre, pre-investment, pre pre I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you can. Pre-crisis. Yeah. Maybe you can go to London and place a bet on, you know, a major catastrophe and that'll work out for you. But I can't imagine any pre-crisis investment. Thomas, thanks for the call. Um, you know, maybe you can buy shotguns and sell them during the, the big 2012 world is ending meltdown. Maybe you can, um, you know, buy some young women and put them in your basement so that we have hot, sexy women after a, a, a world catastrophe. Um, and you can sell them, um, shotgun seems to be the, the best idea to me. 800-345-5639. We get all sorts, don't we? On this show, we get all sorts. Black Friday. What happened on Black Friday? Black Friday was the day after Thanksgiving, right? We learned that we consumed a lot of TV and we bought a lot of computers. Now, despite tough economic times, consumers are shelling out more money this year for big ticket items. But get this, sales rose for computers up 63% year over year. That's crazy. LCD, big, big butt TVs up 15%. But here was the downside. The discounts were aggressive. So sales went up, even though prices were dramatically down. 
Laptop computer sales were aided by slashed prices. Average cost of a laptop computer this year, $475. Last year, it was $638. That's 25% cheaper. Now, the average price for a TV, big TV, was $501. Last year, it was $642, down 22%. Number of camcorders sold nationwide was up 55%. The flip camcorder, very, very popular. It's great for the bedroom. Average price of camcorder, $135. Last year, it's down 33% year over year. Tech got a lot cheaper in the last year. Let's get a Jeff on 280. Jeff? Hey, Ron. How you doing? Good. So I wanted to talk to you about the uh, the Netflix streaming Xbox solution. Okay. And uh, how it's uh, showing us um, content versus uh, distribution. Okay. Uh, I actually made the change earlier this year. As, as I'm kind of a, a geek. I work in the video game industry. My wife, however, is a... Uh, definitely a Luddite and was very attached to her cable and not happy when I made the decision that we were going to do this. Um, but I got to say, within a month of doing it, she was completely hooked, loves it, it has been watching tons and tons of old TV shows off of uh, Netflix. My mother, who's 70 years old, came out to visit for a month. And it took her probably a day to figure it out, and she was watching all her old musicals and everything that she loved. You feel good the quality of streaming Netflix onto a a 50-inch TV is good? I do. I have a 50-inch plasma. It does uh, 1080i, not quite full HD, but pretty good. And I get HD quality. I'm not definitely uh, a videophile, audiophile. I like having good enough, as I call it. I like to be in that 85% kind of category. And you have a cable... You have a cable modem right next to the TV, right? I do. Okay. And uh, and instead of doing the, uh, the having the high end PC with the good video card, I have a low end PC that I just dump video files and stuff onto, and I stream it through my Xbox, and the Xbox does the video compression for me and formats it perfectly for my television. That's fantastic. And there's even a great service called Play On. It's a one-time download. It's like 40 bucks, but it's always on sale for like 30 or $25. And it lets you take other web apps like Hulu and stream them through your Xbox. So Xbox becomes your complete media center. Jeff, what video game company do you work for? I, I probably shouldn't say on, on the air, but it, it's a small independent company. Um, you know, we actually, we're more like the technology behind the game. We don't make the games you play. We make them better, as it were. Okay, invite me out there at some point in time, Jeff, and uh, let me come see what you do, because you got the coolest job in the world to me, and I probably have the coolest job in the world to you. Well, it's hard to complain at the end of the week, but um, the other thing I wanted to comment was the Comcast play, because because of this setup and sitting there basically finding my own content now, I'm becoming really aware of the difference between the people who do the distribution and the people who own the content. Right. And... I don't think that the Comcast merger will go through if people have their heads screwed on straight because now you're going to have your, your delivery uh, mechanism controlling your content at the same time, and they're going to put priority on their content. I agree, and uh, you'll probably see concessions. I think it gets done. I think it takes 12 to 18 months, but you're going to see concessions in writing where they're not allowed to charge more. Um, or that they're going to have to spin off what they charge themselves so that it's fair what they charge others for that content. 
Um, I, I do think it goes through, though, Jeff. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Um, enthusiast who do TV through the Internet, call me up. I think that's the cool topic of the day based on an article in the New York Times about a guy who kicked cable to the curb. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Coming up, I got the one, the only, Kim Commando. Kim Commando coming up, talking a little Tiger Woods, technology, cell phones. And Rick and Martinez hang in there. I'll get to you as soon as I can. 800-345-5639, a.m. Rob Black, Shoe. More stimulating talk. Black talking all things financial. It's bringing Kim Commando. She of the Digital Goddess Lifestyle Show, the Kim Commando Show, heard here on the station Sundays from 1 to 3. How are you, Kim? I'm excellent, Rob. How are you doing? Good, good. Now, your assistant sends me a topic that we always talk about, but mm-hmm. I, I did a topic starting the show today that in the New York Times this morning, Kim, there's an article about a guy who kicked the cable company to the curb. He set up a, a, a Mac Mini. And he's using yeah. Boxy.tv, and he's using a cable modem, and he's streaming Netflix, all for basically 30 bucks a month versus 140 bucks a month. He, he feels like he's getting the whole digital lifestyle. Sure. What's that? Well, I mean, you can do it. Yeah. But the problem is most people are not that technically adept, quite frankly. But we're getting there, right? Uh, you know, I think slowly but surely we are getting there. And there's also another gadget called the Roku. You have TiVo, of course. Um, you have Apple TV. And in January, we have the big consumer electronics show mm-hmm. that happens every year in Las Vegas. And this year, I would expect more than ever to start seeing more of this convergence. We've been talking about Internet TV convergence for, gosh, I don't know, seems like five or six years now. And that suddenly it's really starting to happen, where the programming will be delivered via the Internet. We can download movies, see them when we want, have them ported to our television, have our photos there on our TV if that's what we want, um, and maybe eliminate some of the cable bills. But don't forget, the Internet sites are seeing that people are willing to do all this. And, for example, Hulu has been you know, tossing it around that they're going to start charging for their programming as YouTube has uh, kind of said, well, we're going to go the advertising model, and, and it looks like we're going to stay with the advertising model, but I wouldn't be surprised if the advertising model doesn't pan out for them, that they go somewhere on a premium membership. I would be so disappointed, Kim, if I come to your house and you got rabbit ears on your television. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I have this really whiz-bang system in my house okay. uh, that has tied all the TVs together. I can watch... Uh, I can watch something that's been recorded on one DVR in my bathroom if I wanted to. Um, and then it's all tied together with the security cameras. So if somebody rings the the gate that well, if I'm watching a movie, this this window comes flying in and says, oh, look, it's the pizza man. You know, So it's, it's actually pretty cool. You got a TV but, in your bathroom? You know what I do? I have had one for many years. So it's a little flat screen TV. And as I'm getting ready in the morning, I watch either um, uh, <laughs> I either watch Good Morning America yeah. or I watch the Today Show. That's fantastic. You're the coolest woman I know. It is. It's just, cool. it's, well, it's, you know, it's me. Okay, let's change topics. Let's go to your topic. Um, okay. Tiger Woods, he, he of the billion dollars, he of the golf fame, he of the, <laughs> he of the hot, sexy wife. But 
it all came crumbling down, all, all due to a BlackBerry. You know, data that was there that shouldn't have been there uh, well, if you're married. He, you know, here's the deal. He had steak at home, and he went out for hamburgers, right? <laughs> but <laughs> in the said. midst of all this is how many people do you know by the name of Tiger? And I, the guy just, he mustn't, he must think that he's above all this or he's not that technologically savvy to leave a voicemail thinking that somebody wouldn't come back to haunt him on his alleged girlfriend mistress's phone that says, hi, it's Tiger, right? I mean, <laughs> how many friends do you have, Rob, by the name of Tiger? How many? None. None. I, you know, I don't have any either. Yeah. And then sending these text messages back and forth between all of his girlfriends about, uh, you know, I wish that we would have connected sooner, and finally I have something that I don't have at home. I mean, really good idea. Uh, a lot of people, for some reason, they think that then they know that there's a digital trail when they send an email. But when they click send on their cell phone, they suddenly think that it goes into the air in the intergalactic bit bucket, never to be seen or heard from again. And that's just not the case. People save text messages. People take screenshots of text messages. They put them into little folders if they wanted to. With the right subpoenas, the ISPs have to, or the carriers rather, have to turn them over. Um, if, if I wanted to, I could put a software program and on your phone. If I had your phone for about three minutes, that's all it would take. I could put something on your phone, and no matter where you go after that, I would know where the phone was located. Um, I would also know every text message that you sent and received, every call that you made and received, every browser page that you opened, any video that you watched. Okay, so and now, now I'm, I'm afraid that. of you now. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> what's, what's that application called, like the hubby tracker? Uh, you know what? It's 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 actually marketed for parents to keep track of what the kids are doing on cell phones. But okay. obviously, there are other uses for it. It's a my mobile watchdog. I I've actually spoken about it on my show as as a tool for parents to use with their kids if they're wondering what the kids are doing on their phones. Um, but you don't even need that. I mean, if somebody leaves their phone for just a few minutes, you could see exactly what they were doing on their phone. Yeah, yeah, because it does leave it leaves all kinds of records. I've caught ex girlfriends, you know, doing things that they shouldn't be just by picking up their phone and you know, innocently running into an email here or there, saying, "Okay, I'm Rob. Who's Bob?" <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much so, exactly. <laughs> but so you just need to remember that before you click or send, you just might want to think about it just a little bit, knowing that it can and it may come back to haunt you. And if you're using a company BlackBerry. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is that your IT person probably sees everything that gets, and if they don't see it, they have access to it. They see everything that happens on the BlackBerry. That's upsetting. Well, if it's a company issued BlackBerry, have you heard about? Um, I'm the, you've heard about Apple, right? With, and, yeah, I know. I know the company, and they've got the applications. <laughs> yes, all the, the different apps. There's a new application that someone just came up with called the Cheetah. Where it automatically wipes your dirty um, emails, your text, your photos, the, your your emails to your spouses and your lover the moment you put your phone down. Well, that's nice. See, there's probably there are probably more people than ever that need that because the the newest demographic that is doing sexting is not the teenagers; it's actually the senior citizens. No. Yes. Senior citizens yes. are sending dirty applications. Well, they're sending they're all these dirty, dirty photos. Texts. Yes. That's upsetting. So, that's really upsetting. I don't know if you know. Hi, Mom. I, I don't What's like, on your phone? Kim, I don't like old people. I think we should turn them into food and eat them because they don't pay income taxes. Ooh, ouch. I like people who pay income. I like you because you have a business and you employ people. 
Yes, and I'm going to hire three people after the first too. And I was making three up that, new hires. I was making up that cheetah app. That was an, a poor attempt at humor, and you missed it. Well, you know what? Because you know what? I wouldn't be surprised with a hundred thousand apps. Uh, it's just crazy what's out there. And I don't know if you you probably missed it because you didn't watch. I was on Good Morning America, for example, this past week, talking about all the apps, the sexual apps that are on on iTunes. And I really had no idea until I went out there and just did a search for hot girls. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's no nudity, so to speak. But there's a lot of soft porn. What, what's the point? I don't know. So, if there's no nudity, what's See, the look, point? Well, now, once again, we get into your porn problem. You brought it up, <laughs> not me. I think it's your problem. So. No, I swear. You're digging the show because you get to stretch your legs a little bit and, and do content <laughs> that you can't do on Good Morning America. And I like the way you uh, name dropped it. I like the way you dropped that. Oh, did you see us on Good Morning America? <laughs> well, no, you were talking about the apps, and I mean, this is what I was going for. I mean, I had to do a. There's a. There's one app called uh, Peekaboo. There's another one called Big Boobs. I mean, and all this stuff is right there in the iTunes store. Wow. Like really, and you know, you, it's one of these things that you don't really see it, but when you go looking for it, there's a lot of it. Another reason to like Apple because now they're into softcore pornography. <laughs> they're in, they're into games. They didn't used to be into games. They're into applications and phones and music. They didn't used to be that. They were just a Mac company. So I love how they're branching out. I'm sure Steve Jobs is real happy to hear that he's into softcore porn. Yeah, I well, I know. And they they're supposed to be all, almost 300,000 apps in a, in about a year and a half. Lovely. And so we went from 100,000 to 300,000 and uh and then there is there's there's a lot of it there. Thanks for joining me, Kim, and people can listen to your show, 1 to 3. You've got a website with a plethora of information, lots and lots of content on digital lifestyle, which clearly intrigues me. Um, you can find her at KimCommando.com. Her show is 1 to 3 on Sundays on this very station. It's Rob Black Show, 800-345-5639. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m., more stimulating talk. the Rob Black chat room live now. Go to talk910.com. Go to the Rob Black page and click play. Talking all things financial. I can hang with the best of them talking stocks. I think I'm about 14.2 times better than Jim Cramer as far as intelligible comments made on investments. I say my phone number too fast. Heidi just gave me flack saying young people can't understand me when I say the phone number. I don't understand why. I say 800 345 It's 800-345-5699. If you can't understand that, something wrong with you. It's not me. It's you. So don't have me slow down to catch up with your Slow lane pace. Markets are up higher today. It's nice to see. I like nice markets. But like um, football. I want to see the, the Niners and the Raiders win. Why? Because people go to work and they're happy. So that's it. An up market doesn't really mean that much to me. I don't really, I'm not really all that thrilled with it. It doesn't like change my life. It's just nice. I don't want the market to be up today. I want the market to be up the day I retire. I want the market to be up 
the day I need my stock sold. So up markets don't mean much to me. Professionals don't care about the short term. Mm, Let me strike that. Professionals have realistic expectations. And for instance, you know when the best time to buy stocks was in the last five years? March. March of 09. That's when everyone was panicked and selling. That's when you can get the very, very, very best deals when other people are panicked and selling. Let's do a couple emails. I think this is a good time for emails. This is my long segment of the show. 800-345-5639 if you want to get your calls on the air. But let's do a couple emails. You've got a message. Jamail! Jamail is here! Ooh! What the hell is it? Email. What's this? A letter what? for me. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. My producer does something that's incredibly annoying. She has a conversation with me at times on air. But no, she's not on air. So I'm going to start having a conversation back with her so that you at home have no clue what I'm talking about. I'll I'll be like, really? That big? Are you kidding? Your husband did what? Because who doesn't want a a conversation out of context? Um, Let's go to emails. Uh, Bruce Muller. Bruce Muller sends me an email and he says, you crack me up. Horsey face is the way to characterize Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes, I think Sarah Jessica Parker has a horsey face. I don't get her. I really don't get her. She was super sexy in L.A. Story with Steve Martin. And then gone. Her looks went, they vanished. You know how much Manolas are you used to wear Manolas? You ask Sarah Jessica Parker how old she is and she starts stomping her hoof. She's a horsey face. Anyway, um, he goes, I agree with you that Evelyn Taft is a fine weather babe. Check out Kron today on what Evelyn Taft is wearing. It's off the hook crazy sexy. Um, he goes, regarding commodities and metal plays, is putting, say, 5 to 10% in metals a good strategy for 5 to 10 years? As a long-term California, I'm in pain with the way governments, county, state, and federal mismanage money is their hope. Keep up the babe reports. I appreciate your perspective. One thing that I'm not going to do on a regular basis is babe reports, especially if you start referring to them as babe reports. Uh, But Bruce, you asked the question about metals. I would say 10 to 20% in commodities is appropriate. It's high. It's aggressive. I don't think you need commodities until you become wealthy. I think commodities are a nice diversification tool. 10 years ago, you wouldn't be able to afford putting 10% of your portfolio into uh, commodities unless you actually went out and bought the commodity contracts. Which now, in this day and age, you can go to Oppenheimer and buy a hard assets fund. Now you can get an exchange-traded fund that focuses on metals. You can get an exchange-traded fund that focuses on agricultural commodities. You can get an exchange-traded fund that focuses on energy. Those are the three major types of commodities. Metals, like platinum, silver, and gold. Energy, like oil, gas, coal, nuclear. And agricultural, you could actually go out and buy, you know, wheat, corn, and soybeans. Anyway, I would say 10 to 15% is pretty aggressive. Uh, I'm not betting on metals at this point in the rally. I'm betting on short-term metals go the other direction. I'm betting on energy in particular to go back down to about $60 a barrel on oil. Uh, another email comes in to us from Orlando. He goes, I got $50,000 in an emergency fund at ING. Should I leave it there, or is there a better yielding alternative for an emergency fund? 
I want my emergency fund liquid. And for instance, I've got an emergency kit. Inside my emergency kit, shotgun. Inside my emergency kit, water. I want to get to it in a very easy manner. Now, with money, I want my money, my emergency money, something I can get to in a very easy manner. Cash is not meant to have 6% yields. You don't want 6% yields because that means they're taking too much risk with it in the short term. Because our government's willing to give them one quarter of 1% and or it's going to be tough to get to. So if you're comfortable with where it is, Orlando, I just stick with where it is. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Now another email comes in to us from Alicia. And she goes, my hubby and I are 28. We foreclosed on our home last week. We're trying to get our financial act together. The hubs. He's been unemployed for over a year, but just got a decent job. So we're trying to figure out how to pay off debt and put some money aside and do a little bit of investing. First of all, Alicia, I think you're incredibly positive considering you just had a home foreclosed and husband one year unemployed. That's positive. I like that. She goes, a friend of us, ours, set us up with a financial advisor with IAI, Investment Advisors International, whose parent company is WFG, World Financial Group. We met with him earlier this week and discussed our situation and future goals, but haven't set anything up or paid anything. They're fee-based, which I think is good, but a quick glance at Wikipedia tells me that they're a multi-level marketing company. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Do you have any advice about this company? Yes. Stay away from them. Um, It is a multi-level marketing thing. It is a situation where, let's say your husband was unemployed for a year. Let's say your husband was an electrician who, who couldn't find a job for a year. He could walk in there, sign up and be a financial expert, and he's suddenly selling annuities and insurance products and investment-loaded funds. The problem is there's you have to pay to play, so it's multi-level market, which I don't like. But on top of it, they're selling crappy product because they get a piece of the action. Annuities are not right for 98% of Americans. Front-loaded funds, they're a thing of the past. They're dodo birds, and yet they're still around. I don't like them. I don't like WFG. The state of Missouri has accused one person from the group of making variable annuity sales that are unsuitable and misrepresenting investment returns. Another article in Bloomberg says the culture is lavish conventions that hand out assortment of diamond-studded rings and other luxuries to motivate the troops. To me, heebie-jeebies sums it up just about right. Just about right. 800-345-KNEW. That used to be our call letters, but now we don't use call letters because now we got people meters. People meters, you don't have a diary and you don't have to write down the call letters anymore. So people meter, if you're listening... It goes, every five minutes you listen, it gives us a little pop. That pop goes straight to our our ratings, so to speak. So anyway, I'm not allowed to talk about that. It's a secret. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Howard Stern. Hi-oh. Not Johnny Carson. Howard Stern. Howard Stern is on the air now. He's tough to find. He's no longer on FM radio. But if you find him on Sirius XM, you're going to find that He's debating with himself again. He's been there for four years. He had a five-year contract, $500 million contract. He's now saying, maybe I'll come back. Maybe I won't come back. Maybe it's time to hang it up. So he does this with every, every contract he does. And as an investor, there's a company called SiriusXM that you can go out and buy if, if you're so inclined. I'm not so inclined. The company's got too much debt. And it's, it's such a narrow cost. You think satellite would be wide, but it's really not. There's nothing that they do that's unique. Now, the stock's been climbing this year from $0.20 cents to $0.60. Cents. 
But if you take a look at it in the last five years, you can see that it's just a disaster. Just a tragic disaster that's kind of screwed you, the shareholder. Howard Stern got his money. You didn't. In the last four years, stock's gone from nine bucks a share to 60 cents a share. Now, Howard Stern's out there saying, you know, will I, won't I, will I, won't I, will I, won't I? And the stock could move on that. If he says he will, it could pop higher. If he says he will for a lot less money, the stock can pop higher. If he says he won't, stock going to go to zero. I think the stock goes to zero regardless. I think there's too much debt. I think they get acquired. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to Susan in San Jose. Susan? Susan? Hello? Hi. Oh, hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, my husband wants me to pick up some of those Jenny Mace um, stocks that you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm wondering if the Charles Schwab account, we have an account set up, haven't used it yet, um, if that's the best way to, to purchase those. Um, I don't know if Charles Schwab, yeah, they, they do have a Jenny Mae uh, fund, and you can call them and, uh, or get online and look up the ticker symbol for it. But Fidelity's got one, Vanguard's got one. Ginny Mays are government-backed securities that help fund the mortgage market. And when I say government-backed securities, the United States has always paid their obligations. Um, I have no problem with the Ginny May funds. I, I like them. You're going to get a pretty nice yield of typically 2 to 4%. Um, and Ginny Mays can be bought directly with Charles Schwab. So. Okay. Um, but as far as cost-wise... Um... Is there a better um, place to purchase those? Or No, I think, you know, Schwab does a good job. Fidelity does a good job. Vanguard does a good job. Okay. Um, and you're going to be buying a fund. And, you know, if you're using one of those three major big players, uh, the costs are nominal. Now, they're, they're out there. Now, in my opinion, Susan, this should be one of the most conservative holdings you have. Yeah, we. Um, I, I talked to you actually a few weeks ago, okay. um, and we're somewhat diversified in four hundred one ks and IRAs. As far as uh, my husband actually had it set up, you had talked about the twenty percent small cap, mid cap, high cap, and I actually went into his account and looked after I heard your show, and he was already set up that way and Good. maxes that out every year. And then I've got uh, an, uh, money in an IRA. And, set up pretty much the same way and we have some cash saved up that we uh, want to put somewhere outside of a money market account but want to be fairly conservative with it there's a good article out there in the washington post it's a couple years old but it talks about how jenny may funds for 25 plus years have been relatively safe harbors for your cash um you have to understand there's a little bit of volatility towards principal but the yield is pretty attractive in my opinion Okay. And then as far as purchasing California bonds, we could probably um, purchase those with uh, either Charles Schwab or Fidelity. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, great. Well, my husband told me that's my assignment this week is to, to go ahead and follow Rob Black's advice and let's do this. I'd be careful with that, Susan. Keep in mind, I don't know, you may be in a wheelchair. You may, your husband may have a cocaine addiction. There's things that I don't know. So don't follow my advice. You should follow a financial planner and make sure it's suitable for you. Yeah, I've talked to a couple different people, um, and and we're t- kind of taking a whole look at you know our whole financial picture, and this is um, you know just cash that we're saving every year outside of maxing out the four hundred one k's and the IRAs and having a you know six month stash, and so we just want to put this somewhere where we're we're uh, getting a little bit more than a money market account and 
little bit of a risk, but still fairly safe is, is kind of what, what we want to do with, uh, with this money. Thanks for the call, Susan. Let's go. All right. Thanks so much. Carl in Pengrove. Carl? Hey, good morning, Rob. Uh, with all this talk about cap and trade, uh, I'm getting the feeling that India and China are going to be eating our lunch here in the next five, ten years. And as an investment strategy, do you have any thoughts? Not not a trading strategy, but as an investment strategy behind this uh, this phenomenon. I tend to be more. I'd rather give you a good second opinion than tell you go out and buy this and know that. Um, clearly, you know if you're saying cap and trade tied towards emissions, there's a good article today at Forbes.com. Forbes.com about uh, how China is kind of saying, you know, we're not going to really follow these emissions rules and we'll build some factories that we committed to building before we got into this relationship of cap and trade. Um, you know, solar, LDK solar, first solar uh, is out there for sure. Um, there's another one called Intercontinental Exchange where you should be aware that, the you know, it's going to be trading, energy trading, so it's going to be done on an exchange and NYSE Euronext. Companies like Floor. Uh, Jacobs Engineering, they're going to land some substantial contracts on, you know, as companies try to scramble to cut down emissions and thereby cut down on the burden of paying carbon credits. Um, there's another company called ACOM Technology, ticker symbol ACM. Uh, those are the obvious plays. Maybe you would say I would short some energy companies that obviously are going to be probably most exposed to cap and trade. Uh, companies like Valero. Again, that's not investment advice, Carl, because um, my investment world is is in a different place, but you called and said, give me an idea on this. I gave you an idea. Appreciate it. Thanks. So thanks for the call. Those names again, Floor, uh, ticker symbol FLR, Hill International, HIL, ACOM, ACM. They build factories. Uh, Jacobs Engineering, JEC. David called in earlier this week and asked me about it, and they would obviously benefit. Um, pure plays on alternative energy would benefit on it. Oh, speaking of which, I have to do this story because this is a good story. Pure plays on energy, solar power, uh, solar power coming to get this Lowe's. Yeah, that's right. The home improvement uh, company. So you can go pick up some paint, pick up a jumbo roll of toilet paper, pick up your hammer and your nails at Lowe's. But now you can actually go to Lowe's and pick up a solar panel, slap it on your house yourself, tie it into the circuit. Solar technology is going where it has never, ever, never gone before. And this is a play on cap and trade in a goofy, goofy kind of way. Shelves at retail stores. Do-it-yourselfers. You can now plunk a panel into a shopping cart, bring it home to install. Lowe's has begun stocking solar panels at California stores and plans to roll them out across the country next year. Again, this shows you how the highest of the high-tech alternative energy technologies has come. Solar power is now accessible to anyone with a ladder, a power drill, of which, for the record, I got three power drills. I'm that much of a man. I got hair on my feet. I'm such a man. So if hair is a symbol of being a man, then I'm a man. But I also got a power Class drill. Class A, moron. I also got three power drills. I'm a man. Um, so all you got to do is have a ladder, a, a power drill, and an ability to get on a roof, and you can install the panels yourself. For Lowe's, it's opening a new and potentially lucrative do-it-yourself business. Now, part of the, the pe- reason people don't install solar is because they don't want to pay someone or $5,000 to install it for them. There's definitely a growing market for this. I'm intrigued by it. Professional installers typically handle all the necessary work. Like you have to call your local utility and tell them you're doing it. 
There's applications. There's government subsidies out there. You put solar panels on your roof without a permit and bad things are going to happen to you. Now Lowe's, they're going to staff a kiosk that you know, provides information on how to apply for the rebates. There's a company out there today called Akina Solar who's going to be supplying the panels to Lowe's. This is a company that if you had called me two days ago, I would have said, it stinks. Today, I look like I'm an idiot. It's up 45%. Now, keep in mind, this year it's gone from 250 250 You can get this stock for 10 quarters? That's right. It's gone from 250 all the way down to $0.58. Cents, so you can get it for two quarters of nickel and three pennies. And now it's uh, recovered up to a buck forty-three. So it's up $0.44 cents today, up 45%. Because Akina Solar, based in Los Gatos... They've designed a system with a novice in mind. Is it novice or novice? How about Wookie? We'll call them Wookies. I was about to do my Wookie call and I can't do it anymore. I was able to do a Wookie call. I can't do that anymore. I used to be able to do that. I used to have a, a uvula. I always get confused. Uvula, vulva, uvula, vulva, uvula, vulva. But I have my uvula taken out. Um, I still have my vulva, but I don't actually have a vulva. But if I were a woman, I'd have it. But I wouldn't have my uvula. So anyway, Akina Solar, where is this going? Um, oh, Novus, Novus. Akina Solar, based in Los Gatos, up huge today. Now, it, CEO of Akina Solar says, it's really not that big of a deal. The most dangerous thing is learning about ladder safety. A lot of people aren't good with ladders, so getting up the top of your house and uh, slapping on solar panels may not be the best idea. The rectangle panels, they sell for $893 each. They produce the same power, though, that runs in homes and plugs directly into a circuit breaker. And during the day, the solar panels will act as a large battery, producing energy from the sun and pumping it through the circuit breaker to appliances inside. On cloudy days or nights, homeowners will again draw 100% from the grid. To install, you're going to need 40-pound panels on the roof. So you're going to have to be able to carry a 40-pound panel up, up a ladder. You're going to have to drill holes, two per panel, into the rafters. After adding a barrier to prevent leaks and a couple of brackets, panels are bolted onto the roof. The home then would need a dedicated circuit breaker, which you have if you've got a washer or a dryer. One panel will pack as much punch basically to run TV. So one panel, not a full solar system. But you know what's going to happen is some people are going to experiment. They're going to have a Christmas bonus and they're going to say, let's slap on one panel. And the next year, they're going to say, let's slap on a second panel. We like this. It's working. Typical solar system installed by a professional usually has 20 panels. Each Akina panel is going to generate about 175 watts of electricity, about enough to power a flat screen TV. If you want more solar power, you can snap another panel to the first, kind of like Legos. It ain't that complicated. People may want to put one up, see if it works, come back to Lowe's and do a second one. This is a pretty big moment in the world of, of solar power. We're getting there. I don't know if the $893 price tag is going to scare the hell out of people. It might. It might. Because you go $893 to run a TV? Eh, I'm going to pass. Right now, you're probably getting an electricity bill of 150 of which your TV is a large part of it. Your TV is the biggest drain, typically, for most Americans, on your energy cost. Now, winter and you know, dryers, if you are you know got 10 kids, it's a totally different issue. 800-345-5639. Do you know what 5639 spells out? KNEW. During the break, I'm going to have Heidi figure out what 345 spells out. Maybe we can come up with something really um, goofy. 
Oh, we could do Dick, D-I-K. Dick Kane E-W. We could do Fick, F-I-K. Fidge Kane E-W. I like Dick, D-I-K. Call 800-D-I-K-K-N-E-W. If you can't figure out 345-5639, it's Rob Black Show. I got through the long segment yet again. Because I'm a professional. Go to Wikipedia, look up professional. Picture me. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Call your broker with uh, Schwab. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.